Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Think A Girl, the podcast. <laughs> You're not starting that again, P.S. Yes, nah, we're keeping that in. We have a producer now. She no edit, it. no edit <laughs> policy. You're listening to The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking but not saying. Welcome to Thinker Girl, the podcast. You are joined by The Thinker Girls, Stacey June. And Christy Mercedes. It's been such a long day. We have had the most eventful day. We are two radio chicks who dump our co-hosts once a week to talk shit on this podcast that you are thinking but not necessarily saying. Uh, if you want to hit us up for any more episodes and you are new, head to iTunes. Check us out. Say g'day. Uh, we have a whole heap of guests that join us each and every week. And this guest is a special one. Uh, she's a friend of mine. Um, and I know it sounds like you're a bit slow. Um, oh, no, thanks for uh, saying She's a friend of mine, um, an absolute radio guru, uh, now has a new mum to be, Hayley Pearson. Welcome to our show. Oh, thanks for having me again, guys. Round two. Hey, this Hayley. time you're not in the wardrobe. That's a bonus. What? Remember last well, time you were in the wardrobe? Because you no, t- I'm oh, still in the wardrobe. I haven't left. Are you back in there? <laughs> no. I'm oh, just okay. studying at the moment. Oh, I'm you're actually true. Googling um, you guys. um going to be in Adelaide soon. <gasps> the Fringe. Your We're hometown. So yeah. Seriously, it, it's, I, I was saying this to you guys before, but it's the only time of the year that I invite all my interstate friends and people <laughs> who live overseas to Adelaide because it is so freaking cool. And your show is going to be amazing. Yeah, the 13th and 14th of March will be there, the last weekend. And we're in time for the closing parties. <laughs> How convenient. Oh, that's of course you did that. Well, you, course, yeah. Right, when you have your beer and your wine. That's it. We're happy that's with it. that. Will you, actually, will you venture off the couch and come out with us? Of course I will. Don't, I don't, I'm not on the couch all the time. Come on. Well, look, I'm not, not always I, covered in vomit. But you have just also <laughs> popped out a baby through your vagina. So it's often difficult um, to get away. Well, not exactly through my vagina. It came out the sunroof again. So oh, the C-section. Yeah, that's too I intact. I've never heard that either. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. No, How? I, that was the one positive because my first one was an emergency cesarean. So um, I oh, actually okay, had so to do a cesarean as well. Cool. So, you okay. know, it's all good. It's okay. It's not a touchy subject. Um. So that's like so retro, like late 80s, the sunroof. You know how, like, and everyone feels like it's a really good idea at the time that you have a sunroof and your hair just gets disgustingly knotty and it's so uncomfortable because when I have air come on me really fast, whether it's a fan or when I went skydiving or in a convertible, yeah. I actually lose my breath. It's really not attractive. <laughs> yes. You look like Lorena when on The Bachelor. When yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yes, and then the mascara starts to drip down your eyes. A lot, a lot has happened though, Haley. Like you've doubled your kid count basically since we chat chatted last. You did. I do. I know. I've got Austin and Alfie now, and they are like. I was actually saying to a friend today, and I haven't actually told anybody this, including my husband. So this is a this is a well first on your show. Um, 
everyone always tells you that when you have your second child, you love them exactly the same as you do your first child. Uh-huh. And so I was like, and because I do, I'm obsessed with my kids. And I, and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to feel that love straight away. But as soon as I had Alfie, I feel so bad saying this. Don't listen, Alfie. But I didn't have, like, I didn't have that same love. I felt like I didn't know him straight away. It took me about a week until I really, really, really loved him. That sounds horrible, doesn't it? It's funny, our mutual mutual friend, Monty, who does show and tell online, she speaks of this. She said when she had Baxi her first, she remembers thinking, nah, she had to suss him out and she had to let him have time to suss her out, like a proper little new friendship. Yeah, Mm. because it's like, you know, you couldn't do that with anyone else. Just love them instantly. No, you can't. You think you would because you've held them for nine months. And you think you would be used to it working with different co-hosts you know how you're like okay oh, and totally. go be best friends yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the story of my life fact, <laughs> as we're talking right now one of my old co-hosts is calling if you can hear the beep beep is beep, that michael which one <laughs> michael's walking around yeah he's working oh no the other one michael the long redhead other dude he's walking around the studios today Oh, say that I love him. I miss that guy. Yeah, go go and give him that hair hug. is intense man yeah, it's like, very it's long. A, that's pr- they're proper locks it's it's for a very man. very female from behind you look like Fabio quite Fabio it's longer than can yours now Stace now that you've got the lob yeah I got a new <gasps> got a new do and I can can yeah. I just say your profile pic you've done the whole Kim Kardashian like shoulder length hair and yeah, it was yeah. awesome the lob yeah the she long bob. she actually did it after me but oh, yeah no, she did that have a- she did <laughs> yeah she did <laughs> we have a very big listenership in the states. <laughs> Stop it. I'm joking. I thought I would just commit to it and then I just realized I'm like a fuckwit. The okay, can we get, in, can we get yes. into the podcast? Okay, like I said, if you haven't listened to the show before, we each bring a gem to the table, uh, something we're thinking but not saying, something that's on our mind. Uh, we each have a little bit of time to do it and Philip the Duck will rein us in when it, we need to wrap, which was probably about 8,000 years ago. Let's do a bit of a contents first though. Uh, I was about to say ladies first, <laughs> guests first. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's true. That's true. <laughs> two ladies first. Hey, all at the same time. One, two, three, go. Okay, okay, go. Oh, no. Cool. You um, were speaking. I'm, I was speaking. I want to, sorry to cut you off, lovely. No, I want to talk fine. about um, Valentine's Day tomorrow and uh, vomit. I hate Valentine's Day, but I just want to talk about how I'm probably the only girl in the world who doesn't only hate Valentine's Day, but I get really awkward and cringe at romance. Ah. So I'll talk to you about that. Yeah, I'm not a, like I'm not a romantic kind of girl. I get if a guy writes a poem for me, it's straight away get away from me. You're gross. Cringy. Okay, I've got yeah. a mate. Actually, I've got a mate who's like that. The minute someone starts being nice to her, she freaks out. Um, yeah. I, I want to talk about wolf whistling. Like as Ooh. in, the, I can't actually do it. Can anyone do that? I just no. tried, but it didn't work. Anyway, anyway. I can't even normally nah. whistle. Either can I. <laughs> nah. There we go. Um, that. I hate it. I want to talk about Riveting it. Riveting listening. Don't get it. Stay. Wolf listening. Okay. Yep. And what was I doing again? Oh. Fifty Shades. Oh, yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah. It came out last week. I haven't seen it. I've read the book. You guys read the book? I've read the books. Yep. I read half and then got so turned off that I finished. I, I Basically, as soon as I had sex, it was game over for me. I'd, I'd had enough. Okay, okay, so I want to talk about, should I crack into this? Yeah, can we start that? Yeah. Um, so none of us, we need to preface this conversation. This will go up on Monday, so the show, the movie would have been out for the entire weekend. It, it launched on Thursday of last week. So none of us have seen the movie, so all of these judgments are in 
you know, un- the understanding that we haven't seen the film. Yeah, but, of course. Um, but we've read, all had a crack at the books. Uh, and there is a lot of negative press and a huge focus on the fact that it glorifies domestic violence. Yeah. So whilst I can't comment on the film because I haven't seen it, Let's just talk about the books and keep it kind of around that so we can cast our own judgments and feel confident that we're not going to get attacked for it. So but were you girls fans of the book? Did you like it? I only read it in Bali and I got back probably about a month ago and I remember a mutual mate of ours um, said to me, Hales, do not go overseas and fucking read self-help books or things that are going to expand no. your career. Yeah, go chill. overseas and read some trash. So I took book. Fifty Shades. I was in a board by myself doing yoga and I fucking loved it. Yeah. I think Did if you, you take it for what it is, it. if you take it for what it is, which is, it's not very well written. It's trashy. It's no, a, it's, it's a good, written, yeah. it's a but holiday read. I, let's I get enjoyed into, it for that. Let's get into the nitty gritties of it though. Cause we've said it's okay. So it's trashy yet. We get that. But the the sex, the sex parts I enjoyed. The sex parts mm, yeah. actually awoke a diff, a kind of a, an inner dialogue in my head about what I enjoy, what I don't enjoy, why I sometimes because I'm I've kind of gone through this really funny last twelve months with casual sex because I'm not in a relationship and my relationship with sex I've found really quite confusing because. I've often not well, enjoying yeah. it. Um, I'm not it's enjoying it a lot of the time. Casual, with casual sex, that um, ha, like because you don't normally know the person overly well, so you, ha, you don't have a huge relationship with them. How like what do you feel comfortable doing with yeah, them? Like, do you and, let yeah. people tie you up, Stacey? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because I have said on this podcast before. In some in some headspaces, I've actually been a little bit more liberal and I guess experimental with a random that I feel comfortable with than I have with my relationships because it's like I felt like maybe I'd be judged or I don't know. Yeah, and I they're also that. different in that the the relationships have been kind of loving and boyfriendy as opposed to the other ones were a bit and this is when I was newly single, a bit more exciting and, and kind of a bit thrilling. Um, which made me think, so then I got to this point and that all wore off, like the new sex of, you know, random boys wore off. And I get to this place where I'm, you know, um, just kind of can't be bothered. And I read it and it was just with these randoms. Like I just like sex with people. I know I like the intimacy behind it. It kind of means more to me, especially at this point in my life. And so when I read it, as it was fiction, I enjoyed the fantasy of it. I enjoyed the see, idea. Was, yeah, see, I was like, when I was reading it, I loved, like I would be one of those people that would sit down and have dinner. I couldn't wait to go back to bed to read it. Like I was addicted yeah, at the so beginning. Yeah, so was I, so was yes. I. Like, yeah, it was like a secret shame. Hang I on, but you said, you said you didn't even finish it. So that no, well, I got to a point, yeah, I got to the point. So when, I think it was the bath scene, they were in the bath, and then I think, I think it was the first time they actually When he turns up. The, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The lead up to me was like, oh, my God, this is so hot. I love this so much. And then as soon as I had sex, it was like, uh, now it's boring. And, now it's okay. And to me, yeah, to me, the whole tying up and the red room and stuff, I don't get turned on by that at all. No, like I, that. To I me, did. That's just, I, like, I actually I did, did, I too. did like that. And that's what oh, I've spoken about this on this podcast before. <laughs> without like a weird, um, like a, a weird fetish way. Like obviously there's limits to it, but 
I am of the thinking that um, within the bedroom, I actually don't mind a guy taking control and I don't mind my boyfriend kind of doing that. So I'm, I was all for that. So I actually found that a massive turn on. But what I, f- what I found interesting about a lot of the reviews that I've read about that, you know, it's, um, you know, clapping on dom- domestic violence and stuff within relationships. Yeah. A lot of that wasn't actually related to the sex. A lot of that was yeah, outside right. of the red room, outside yeah. of, you know, getting down and dirty in the bedroom. But the the relationship setup. So, he, you know, the way that he comes into her life, you know how... And he, he was controlling. He, he's controlling. And, yeah, he gets yeah. her number. Like he, he gives her a phone and calls her whenever he wants during the night. He tells her what clothes she can and can't wear. Isolates the funny her. thing I will say about that young mate and what I found, wh- why I didn't find her as pathetic as I think a lot of people did. And when I say pathetic, some found her pathetic, some found her vulnerable and maybe a bit yeah. scared. Um I didn't find either of those apparent because she really opened, the dialogue is open about how much she struggles with the conflict of kind of being a feminist or being a stronger woman and then also identifying that there's sides of her that liked the control. So it all felt fairly consensual to me. I never felt a time where... And sometimes I was like, you're being a bit of a douche. But a lot of the time I, I didn't ever feel like she didn't go with it to all the bits she felt comfortable. And I've been in a relationship where I feel like there's been, I don't know, some kind of emotional abuse or some kind of different power plays. And I definitely didn't feel like I was in control. I didn't consciously have the thoughts in the relationship that I'm in an emotionally abusive relationship or or is this abusive? When you're in it, you're not thinking straight. You're not, you're not actually imagining there being controlling. Whereas she did. She was like, is this controlling? She questioned it. I felt like, and I just sound so stupid that I feel like I am Anastasia, but um, she, we're at the very beginning when she's, um, you know, a bit awkward and she's intimidated by this guy. And I just sound so stupid. But when I first met Jimmy, I was, to me, he was like Christian Grey. Like, I, he was four years older than me. I was so, like, immature and had no, you know, a little bit of experience with other men. But, uh, like, when I met him, he, you know, he'd been with, you know, Obviously, more people than I had. Seven hundred women. So, hang on. This is your this is your husband. You're talking about my husband. Yeah, Yeah, but it's what attracted to me. Like it was such a weird thing that I get why she was so attracted to him because, like you said before, Christy, I do like having them having the power. You know, in the in that area, I like to call it javelin, like because they throw you like a javelin. Yeah, that's hot, and then up against a wall or something crazy. (laughs) Yeah, but I I think we've discussed this on that podcast before. I think especially you know this kind of industry, and often it is the case that there are Mm. chicks and strong chicks. So it's kind of nice to be strong and call the shots in a lot of other areas in your life. But in others, put your hands up and go. All right, do your worst. Submissive. Yeah, and it was at least about Mm. I reckon three years of our relationship when we first started dating that I felt I was so intimidated by him and I was so insecure that I would have done any if he had told me to lick the ground and he was whatever he was going to do to me I would have let him do it because I just loved him and And then the tables kind of evened out and now we're you know did you ever at the the time so were you consciously thinking fuck I've kind of dropped my ball here like am I am I doing whatever he says so you were consciously thinking about it yeah, totally. Because yeah, before so... that, I'd always have the power in relationships. And as soon as I met him, I was like this weak little kitten that would have done anything for him. I kind of don't 
mind that. Yeah, like neither. this is the, the idea. And the closest I've kind of had to a relationship, uh, I, I guess that mirrors that more recently after my big one where I learned more what I wanted, which wasn't really a relationship, but it gives me an idea of maybe what I'm looking for, was that I was quieter and I was happy mm. for them to make the plans and I was happy to be lifted and cared for. And it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I saw those similarities in her and I, and I didn't, because she questioned it and was in control of the thought process the whole way, therefore I felt she was making a conscious decision. Yeah. The other thing is that I've got to say before Philip comes on is, can we just fucking have some fiction? Are we allowed to just have some fiction? I mean, can we just have some imagination? Like, the you know, all of these different movies that portray all kinds of terrorism attacks or I racism know. or all this. Do you think everyone's saying that that auto- automatically means we're going to create terrorism? No. Like, you have to have some story. For me to go and expand that thought process about sexuality, for me... It probably needed to be stretched a little bit bizarrely. Do you know what I mean? I just think it's because it has been so talked about, you know, like one of the most hotly anticipated movies ever. Like we had a movie reviewer come onto the show the other day and he was like, I have never seen this kind of hype surrounding anything. And which also tells us that we needed it as women. Mm. Like, yeah, we can all laugh that everyone's gagging for a fucking bit of sex and a bit of freaking bad red room bullshit but maybe we've all just actually been starved like men walk up the street and you've got a fucking billboard with someone with no clothes on we don't get like there's nothing you know the other way and that's why people are going gaga you know gagging for it yeah they sure are (laughs) that was me trying to be a dog (laughs) <laughs> you should have seen, just quickly, I know Philip's gone off. You should have seen, like I hosted, the, we had like the preview screening, right? You should have seen the chicks. When girls get together in groups, they had um, shirtless firemen that were taking selfies <laughs> with people. Oh, chicks when they're together are just nasty. It's a bit full like, on. They were so, like clawing at him. There was like a line, he was getting his butt pinched. and, and Yeah, it's a bit, it starts to become a little bit hypocritical, it gets, that it get, stuff. It does. Totally. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. And what we're about to talk about with your uh, wolfwhistling as well. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, that. Yeah, let's let's go on to that. Well, maybe we can dive into wolfwhistling. I mean, mm. for, 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 to kick it off, I don't get it. I don't understand wolfwhistling. Like, I don't understand. Here's what I don't get. I suppose I don't get what men that you know. If you're going for a walk, it happened. You know, yesterday. Uh, if you're going for a walk um, along the beach, and then this guy drives past in his hotted up car, and him and his mates toot. And then they hang their heads out the window and they're like, yeah, like that out the window. <laughs> like it, it happens. It happens often and whatever. Like I've never really understood what a, a guy doing that. I've seen Hello, guys. Man. Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, sorry. I thought I dropped out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we still got you, babe. It's all right, Stacey. No, I wasn't wanting to. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hold up. 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And that's happened to us before, actually. I know what you're thinking, Christy. I know exactly. I know exactly. There's a private, yes, there's a private joke about that, but we will tell you off uh, this air. Sorry, please continue. Okay, okay. Oh, where the fuck was I? Thanks for ruining my flow, Sorry. You know what? Okay, here I am. I'm back on track. I have been on walks before, and there have been men that have tooted and beeped and wolf whistled out of their car, and then you get the fright, and you look around, and they're in the car, on yeah. their own. And, I think and I, I, this is nothing against what you look like, Christy, because you are smoking hot. But Isn't she just? There's no reflection on what you look like. They will walk with yeah. her and they will yell, show us your tits at anybody, as long as it's a female and they're not, and they How, don't have grey hair. Is, have you guys ever been wolf whistled out of cars that aren't that stereotype yes. car? Yes. Like, what kind no, of car are we talking? Yeah, same. No. What kind of car? Are we talking like a Merc, no, Christy? I'm talking like a Christian the... Grey type. No, I'm talking like a... <laughs> Imagine Christian Grey wolf whistling at someone like on the street. Like a Nissan. I'm talking like, like, a, like a Nissan car. Like a nice... Nissan? Really? Like a family oh, wagon. Like a family wagon. Fuel efficient. I don't even know. Like one of those eco cars. But what I find weird is oh. when guys do it on their own. Like they're in the car on their own. It's not like, oh, get a load of this. We'll yell something but funny out and we'll, we'll both have a laugh together and drive off. Like, I, I've always wondered, like, when you're running on a main road, and this is why I hate going on main roads. I avoid it. And I know it's nothing to do with what I look like or anything, but I can't stand people looking at me when I'm running because I'm always scared they're going to yell something out. But when they do it on there by themselves, do they actually think if they go show us your tits that you're going to go, okay, here are my boobs and but actually this, show them? This is what I'm asking and this is what I don't understand. Like I get you doing it. There's other guys in the car. Ha ha. This is a bit of a laugh. But I don't, under, I don't understand what they're expecting. Like for you to turn around and be like, come back. I'm going to get your number. Like what? Yeah. What is that? Or oh yeah, we're actually I have to, to get like, boobs out. I don't are we get it. all saying here that when we're walking up the street and someone gives you a beep, there's nothing in you that doesn't go? Oh yeah, I got it. I still got it. Yeah, of course I think that. I totally think that. That is, you've got to be honest. That is the first thing that goes through your mind. Then you, I tell myself off for being a, a bad <laughs> feminist. But then, but the first thing <laughs> is generally, you know, like okay, yeah, cool. Do you know what, Stacey, because you're um, a hot single lady, you should maybe lap this up next time because who knows? I don't want the start of a fabulous relationship. Mm, I don't know about, we've just spoken about the types uh, and without, you know, <laughs> stereotyping. I just don't think that I'm up for the 23-year-old tradie house. You get the Corey Worthington yelling out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if Christian Grey in the Nissan drives past, maybe. <laughs> Christian Grey does not have a Nissan. He's got Imagine next minute I'm in, I'm in the back of the Nissan oh tied God. up. <laughs> Oh, my God, do a road trip. Come up here. You know what, though? Speaking, to the tree? Speaking of, of the wolf whistling and the yelling out of the car, like, obviously, we're talking about, you know, when you're going for a walk and someone does it out of the car. But we yeah. were at a work event, and this was – so Malcolm Turnbull came to the Central Coast. Name and dropper. It, yeah, and we got a selfie yeah, with wow. him, P.S., which got on news for 2.1 seconds. But anyway, he comes, and he's doing this speech, and, uh, you know, there's a microphone that's passed around. And anyway, our local member – 
gets up on stage and she's uh, 50 odd, very attractive. And and I suppose that is without, I don't know, without, again, being stereotypical, not typically if someone's like, oh, I'm I'm an MP or I'm in politics yeah. that you'd expect to see. She's very, very attractive. Anyway, it, it was called politics in the pub. So there was lots of, you know, bogans around and that's fine as comes with being in a, in a country town pub on a weeknight. Anyway, she gets up on stage. There's national news cameras. This is around the time of the leadership spill. She gets up on stage. There's hundreds of people watching her and somebody from the crowd wolf whistled. And oh that God. was when that happened, I was like, nah, I just can't deal with that. Like, yeah, and when you even were saying, like, I think we've gotten to a place now where, like, even I was saying about how I, you know, you can't deny that you get some kind of a confidence kick from that stuff. But then the second that you have... I don't know. We've also got this other gauge now where as soon as you said she's hot, I felt inappropriate. I've already felt this is an inappropriate conversation. Like Mm -hmm. I straight away went relevance, relevance, relevance. It's just, and I think it's a healthy thing. I think we're in a bit of a two minds about it. Like we're kind of still used to what we're used to and then also progressing, which is great. But it, it is so fucking inappropriate in terms of the fact that she was especially in a work environment like she was doing her job but she's at the pub you're right and what are you going to do like what are you going to you expect any other different result like it's hard what's just as trashy though is when i don't know some girls have been to crazy hens nights where like the girls are obviously all drunk and most of them are married or engaged or whatever all got boyfriends and then there's the stripper guy there and then they're all wolf whistling and drunk and falling all over him like that's to me, that is so gross as well. But at least the guy who's the stripper, like, this is bad to say, but if you're a stripper, you're kind of asking for that reaction, right? Mm, mm. That's their job. <laughs> yes, yeah, strip man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> girls doing it to guys is just as, is just as gross, though. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It it is, and it it totally is. But the thing that I could never imagine is a woman driving past, like driving up, you know, Kingsway, Melbourne, and all of a sudden she's beeping some guy walking home from work. Like that's not that would never happen, ever. It's a different environment, you know, like totally different environment. But it's it's a funny one because um, I think the whole whole idea behind wolf whistling – I mean, it, it did start from the fact that women were seen as pieces of meat. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, yeah. the, that's, that's the bottom line. I think in the end, even you get that kick of like, oh, he thinks I'm cute. Because then you look at it and you're like, the bigger message is fucked. But then you also look at it and what are they really expecting? They're really just kind of wanting. I would find it very, very rare for anyone wolf whistling anyone that they think anything's going to happen of it. Yeah. So technically no, it totally, is just yeah. a compliment and then the woman's taking it. So there is that also that are we looking at everything too seriously no, thing. No, I don't think it's, but a, until... it's the thought behind it. Like if you come out at Hales and you've got a new dress on and your hubby goes, ooh, ooh, I mean that's one thing. But when you're yeah. up on stage <laughs> in a work environment in front of national news cameras, you know, and you get wolf whistled, like that was – Humiliating, like it wasn't a. Well, oh, yeah, she, you look nice. There. No, yeah, she's not trying to be sexy. She's not there to be sexy and show some leg and get wolf whistled out. She's there to actually have a proper. Of course, you know, yeah, absolutely. Of course, of course, of course. But I think the other thing is, I hope that there is one day in maybe the next fifty years, or by the time my girls, my children. Um, have children that we're not overthinking some stuff or we don't actually muffle 
some of the innocent stuff. Does that make sense? So that, you know, guys are still feeling confident to be able to give chicks like So you're giving our, kids, our grandkids the green light to make sure that the wolf whistle still stays alive until well, the end of the time. Well, not the wolf whistle, but I hope there is. If it is innocent coming from somewhere or if it is like you kind of looking hot, it doesn't, we don't completely lose it because of the fight we're trying to do in terms of equality. Oh, okay. I do yeah, think, no, I and I think, I think equality yeah. is first and foremost. Like if that means the wolf whistle has to go and all that other stuff, then fuck it off. Trust me. We all know where I stand with this stuff, but along like further on we don't want it to become a point where there's no conversation you know oh there he is he was oh, yeah. whistling, whistling at us i can't even say the word uh, okay v-day v-day hails v-day so it's vagina day tomorrow valentine's day and uh, i don't know if you girls are like me but i've been I reckon when I was 14, I was into Valentine's Day because I wanted to get, you know, the, the guy that I liked at the, at the private boys' school next to me, I wanted to get a little love note from him. Mm. But I just, first of all, obviously there's the obvious that it's, to me it's a massive waste of money where people go out and buy foul red roses with baby breath and cheap. <laughs> oh, baby breath. I love baby breath. They're the little up. white ones, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're so pretty. pretty. That's pretty, but not Big in the 80s. Red roses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine baby breath in the, uh, in the hair, like at all the weddings. Oh, my so God. Pretty. My mum's still yeah. got her. She had a reef. Like, oh, that's she, that she had on her hair. And I wore a reef. <laughs> Reef, like the circles. I wore it for my holy communion. Oh, that's so lovely and <laughs> Irish Catholic traditional, isn't it, love? <laughs> I just think that with Valentine's Day, and I, I mean, I, I, I don't like red roses. I would hate if my husband came home and gave me one of those foul-smelling, sexy, gross, <laughs> like, um, satin cushions that said, I love you. To me, that, that's vomit. And I know that's stupid because I love love. Like, I... I, I love my husband. I love to see other people in love. Like, I love it. But I just, this romance, like, really cheesy romance and poems and, like, songs that people are going to write songs about you. I just find that really, I get really awkward. And even when my husband proposed to me, I was really... <laughs> well, tell us about that. Well, did, how did how was that? It? Did he do it romantically? Well, yes. And that's why I think I was... I was put in a really awkward position because we were um we we're living in Queensland at the time and we uh went up to Rainbow Beach I think it's called and we stayed at um at a like a bed and breakfast place there and we'd been to the beach all day and anyway we're in he he'd arranged the spa like it's quite sexy um, <laughs> as soon got, as I like, hear Rainbow Beach like I imagine that you're in this private Mardi Gras place which actually would have been you would have been very happy there <laughs> yeah, a big day wedding. Yeah. So we were, um, he'd just done the spa and he'd done the candles around the spa and we were in there and I didn't know. He was just being romantic and then he pulled out um, the <laughs> he pulled out the ring from the bubbles and then proposed to me. Hang on, really Hayley, like, did you get engaged? Bubbles? Did you get engaged in the nude? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Chrissy, you just look like a fucking, you just look like a go-go gadget toy, how much you clap then. Like like someone that you wind up and pull the string out and then they go, 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 go. Like that's what you do. Do you know why I love that? Because so many people would have been asking you, how did it happen? How did he do it? Family members, parents, aunties, uncles. How did he do it? Well, mum, I was naked. I was nude, yeah. And so, but then we were Did you have sex straight after? 
Because it was no, available. We were crying oh. too much, and then we, um, oh. and then I had to call my mum and my best friend. And by that stage, yeah, still that's naked. Just, that's a bit of a mood <laughs> kill too. <laughs> but, but even oh, because shit. it was so beautiful, and it was, it was so beautiful. I got really, like, I couldn't look him in the eye. Like I've known this guy for twelve years, and I still, I got, re- I couldn't look at him. I was so, I just felt really awkward. Did you find that even though you... So let's dissect this a bit. So you're feeling awkward, but at the same time, you have said a few times that you found it so beautiful. So well, there must have really been something cute. in you that felt not okay. Cute's different. <laughs> yeah, cute's well, really cute. different. <laughs> he doesn't want to know that. It was nice. No. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> but you were like, "This is p- taking me out of my comfort zone," kind of. Yeah, like I prefer mm. like our kind of romance. Like if <laughs> Jimmy doesn't, leave, he's not romantic either, so he wouldn't leave me like a love note or anything. But he is more of the type of he would leave me. He'd make me when I was doing breakfast radio. So he'd set out my breakfast in the morning and then. He'd he'd get M&M's and he'd either make like a love heart or a massive doodle out of the M&M's oh, like with a... See, but that's <laughs> romantic. That in yeah, itself see. is very romantic. I reckon that's all And more, it's the things, it's romantic. the little things. I mean, we did on the show, yeah. on my show, my brekkie show this morning about like the simple cheap things that you should really be considering doing. And my new co-host made his girlfriend flowers out of play-doh yeah but that's not nice. oh, that's cute see, that, yes to yeah, me I like that's that. really, i love that i don't like the traditional kind of love poetry and like that see i'd be happy i'd be happy no, with be a happy song with composed any. for me see but maybe mm. that's what's making you feel awkward or uncomfortable about it hail because uh, hayley because you're like oh it's so standard like is that what it is it's so cliche yeah. that that's what makes you feel weird about it and because it's not me, whereas if something makes me laugh, to me, that's like, oh, that he gets me and he loves me and that's romantic. Like, I yeah, would love yeah, yeah. a Play-Doh penis in the morning just, just yeah, sitting up right said, on the kitchen you, bed. You've, you've said you're really into the penis, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. If he put the engagement ring on his willy, I would have been like, let's Yeah, do it. I would have been, this is my man. Uh, I would have been like, wow, that is way too small. I <laughs> Yeah, true. I didn't even think of that. All I, I don't know what I was thinking of. And now we've moved to you husband's penis so let's move along well how's this for evil this is my valentine's day which is tomorrow i know that my boyfriend doesn't know that it's valentine's day and i refuse oh. this happened last year I on re- the podcast I, we've covered this i don't remember but i, I forgot i refuse to remind him I refuse. No, don't remind him. No, I refuse to drop a hint. And I know that's sick. And I know I am actually setting him a trap. I'm setting him a lady trap to see if he remembers. But honestly, if he just said it, like didn't buy me a card, flowers, nothing. If he just said tomorrow, happy Valentine's Day, babe. I'd be like, oh, I would be set. I'm fine (laughs) with that. It's the remembering that I find romantic. So, I mean, I'm pretty easily pleased. I'm high maintenance. I'd really love a love letter. If the new guy that will come into my life, if he could play piano, it would be lovely. And then write a song. Like maybe like um, the Russian on Sex and the City. Oh, you're not, uh, you're not oh, asking much. Oh, yeah. Alexander Popov or whatever his <laughs> yeah, name is. <laughs> 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 How funny is the word Popov? <laughs> I used to use it all the time in year nine. I haven't said it since. <laughs> Alexandra so Popov. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going to find him? Uh, um, <laughs> well, actually.
actually, who am I kidding? If I meet a man that laughs this much at the word pop off, then I've found my match. <laughs> 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 oh my God, I'm crying. How funny is that word? Pop off. Yeah. <laughs> She's off again. And my other, and my cousin's, like my cousin's dad used to call it an oink oink. Like a, instead of a pop off, an oink oink, an oink oink. Yeah. Like, did you do an oink oink? Well, that's weird. So, oh, yeah. that, oh, that was obviously a private family show. We used to do. <laughs> we used to say pop. Did you? Did you do a pop? Oh, that's pop. Not as funny as pop we off or oink oink. No, pop off is the best. We need to bring back the yeah, word pop off. Yeah, bring that back every time. And you've got to teach your kids to do it, Haley, and you'll just laugh every time. I will, and I'll send you a video tomorrow. Yes, please. <laughs> oh my God, your boy's so good on the video. I love. Ev- I like every video on your Facebook page, Fears. Like I don't get annoyed at yours at all. <laughs> He's so funny. I love him so much. Oh, funny little guy. Oh, well, there's some I, I will. I will teach him that tonight, and I will yes. put a video up on Facebook. Please, and can we put like on Thinker Girl? Yes, of course you can. Can you please Amazing. keep us posted of what happens with Valentine's Day? Because I wonder, yes. I wonder what you get, if anything, or how that kind of goes down. Knowing that, knowing what your I husband would know anything. about you, I d- I will not. He will. He. I will not get anything tomorrow. I will maybe get a slap on the arm with his doodle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're not joking. You are not joking. <laughs> oh shit. Oh. <laughs> but I want to know, yeah, keep us posted, Christy, if your boyfriend remembers. Yeah. I want to know if you get angry Well, this will go up. This will go up Monday, so we'll be able to know pretty, we'll know by then. So if obviously. he just remembered, <laughs> if he just remembered, so that I'd be stoked. So I'll keep you posted. All right. That's it for us, guys. We've got to move it along. Chuck Thanks it in. Thanks for a, having me. Chuck it in. Thanks for having us, kind of, in Adelaide soon. Yay! Yay! Uh, if awesome. you if you want to download any of our other podcasts, do head to iTunes or you can stream us online at podcast.thinkagirl.com.au. And we will be at Adelaide Fringe Festival March 13th and 14th. Tickets are 22 bucks, and you can get them at Adelaide Fringe, uh, the website or our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls. All right. Have an awesome weekend. Happy V-Day, lovers. Love you. See you, gals. Bye. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or Thinkergirl TV on Twitter. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.